McShane Bible Study, Day 53, and we're starting in Exodus 5. And this is when Moses and Aaron first approach Pharaoh, and he doesn't like the request. So he uh, tells his uh, foreman that the Hebrew slaves now must make the same amount of bricks, but instead of being given straw, they must collect their own straw. So the people get beaten, and they're upset. And the only thing that sticks out to me is... Moses and Aaron are obeying God, and it's not working out how they expected it. And sometimes when we walk in the way of the Lord, it doesn't immediately go how we want. He wants us to walk out in faith and let the timing be to him. The The results of that aren't necessarily going to be what we expect, but the object is in the obedience, and the blessing will come. It just might look different than what we expect. Okay, then we're in Luke 8, and we've got a bunch of parables that Jesus is teaching. And Jesus teaches the, the parable of the sower with the different seeds and the different ground. And the last verse stood out to me. As for that, in the good soil, they are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patience. So it stood out to me because we just talked about that in the... Exodus chapter about having patience for the things of God to work out and here he's saying having the fruit spring forth in your life from the seed of God planted in you um, it takes patience it's a process and so that we must continue on this process through faith and then he goes and he tells uh, several stories about faith yes when he calms the storm he asks his own disciples where is your faith and then he he heals, uh, you know, the woman that's got the uh, blood discharge. She has tremendous faith to go. She shouldn't have been touching him. She's bleeding. She was unclean. But she had faith. And he said, your faith has made you well. And then, you know, he, he tells Jairus' family, he, he, he tells them to have faith. She'll be made well. And he removes the people that are mocking him and don't have faith. And so we, we kind of see just this importance of stepping into his life through faith. Yeah, I agree, Weston. Eliphaz is how I pronounce it. I don't know how he pronounced it. Um, yeah, he gives Job a stern talking to, which is pretty rough here. <laughs> they don't hold back, these guys, do they? But I don't, I don't have much to say other than, uh, I mean, the last bit when he's not talking down to him so much is good advice. Agree with God and be at peace. Thereby good will come to you. Receive instruction from his mouth and lay up his words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be built up. If you remove injustice far from your tents, if you lay gold in the dust, the gold of Ophir among the stones of the torrent bed, then the Almighty will be your gold and your precious silver. That's good advice, that the Lord himself is our treasure. He is our blessing. And we finish up with 1 Corinthians 9. And Paul is talking about the fact that as one living for the gospel, God has made it clear that he should be supported. He says, but in their case, he has not put any stumbling block in front of them. So that they can. there's nothing that he's doing to stand in their way of receiving the gospel. And he says that's how he presents himself to everyone, by being like the people that he's presenting to. Like if he's presenting to a Jew under the law, that he himself lives under the law for that time. 
even though he's not required, so that there are no stumbling blocks, that he lives his life as if a race, a runner, training for a race, disciplining his body, disciplining his life, so that he can receive the eternal prize that God offers for one who lives for him. 27, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. And that's it for today. God bless you. God bless you.